Coming up on episode 9 of the Countdown 2 podcast, me and Kia are joined by two of our best and most opinionated friends to discuss football and music. Welcome boys, welcome to Mixfield. So I'm here with Jamal, George, Keenan, and obviously myself. I want to start talking about this uh, Bruno Fernandes against Kevin De Bruyne. So we ran a Twitter poll and um, so the results were, let me get them up. Actually it was closer than I thought. So Bruno Fernandes won just Literally by an inch, it was 51.9 to 48.1. So really, there's nothing kidding. That's like a vote or two. Um, But yeah, so me, George and Keenan think Bruno's a better player. Is that correct? No. I don't know. I I wouldn't say better player. I'd say it's it's a weird one for me because when I watch the two play, I'd say... KDB has more moments where I go, wow, like, that's unbelievable. But at the end of the day, Bruno, since he's joined anyway, he's just been non-stop goals, non-stop assists. So mm-hmm. it's a toss-up between, if you're going to make a team, how do you want that team to play? Like, because if you put KDB in, he can kind of control the game because he's got that to him, whereas Bruno doesn't really. He's literally just going to, Receive the ball in the final third, look to shoot or look to pass. Yeah, that's the same for me as well. Um, I, I, I should probably phrase it as, who would you rather have in your team if you've got a game tomorrow? That That's pretty much the question, isn't it? It's, it gets a bit too cloudy and too complicated when you start saying, who's having a better, who's having a, who's the better player and who's having a better season? I know this is a, um, this is like the same argument there is in NBA quite a lot. But I'd rather it just go as, if you've got a game tomorrow, who would you rather have? And I'd rather have Bruno Fernandes. From what I've seen, since he's joined, since he's joined United and he scores goals, he assists, he creates. I mean, he plays every game for United for a reason, isn't it? You guys don't tick without him. You, you look terrible without him. That's why Van der Beek doesn't play, for example. Van der Beek not playing I just think um, he can play all over midfield isn't it? I don't necessarily want to see him in a number 10 because that's not what he's like he's came in to do that's why there's still things like um, Grealish talks and other number 10s like around Europe that we still want so I just want I just want to see him play either over Fred or McTominay which I don't know how George feels or, or Jamal or yourself I don't know how you feel but I do think he starts ahead of one of them. If there's a pecking order of the midfielders at, at Man United, Van der Beek's not at the very bottom. Do you know what I mean? He's not at the very bottom. He brings... Everyone says he hasn't got energy, but you don't need energy when you've got class feet. Like, he plays on one, two touch if you see him. Fred, he chases his touch. Do you know what I mean? He's like... It's one of them things, man. Like, this is all just my opinions, but I don't think... Van der Beek's at the bottom of the pecking order at United. I just think it's bad man management, in my opinion. How about um, De Bruyne and Bruno for you? Who, who's the better player? Who do you... Um, 
Would you rather have in your team for tomorrow? It's a bit hard being a United fan, but still. No, no, it's got to be Bruno all day, man. Bruno all day. Um, if we're go- going off stats as well, which which was surprising, obviously, we spoke in uh, um, on Twitter, and then I mentioned Foden being better than De Bruyne this season. We've, we've got to take we've got to take that into consideration, you know, boys, because um, how old Foden? Nineteen, twenty, and he's out doing the Bruyne this season. He may not look it, but I'm sure. I'm sure yesterday he became City's top goal scorer this season. Like with, with nine goals, you know what I mean. I know Foden and De Bruyne are not there to score the goals, but this is a generational talent we're talking about, and he's out doing. City's captain, if we say, or main man, you know what I mean? For me, it's, it's clear that Bruno was the better player, you know. The stats this season for Bruno, goals and assists, the ratio is just crazy, man. There's no, there's no comparing. I can understand why people are Bruno, like, Bruno haters, the penalties and all of these. It's clear as day for me, man. It's just clear as day. Go on, Dry. Let, let, let us have it. I know, you, I know you're ready to say it. <sighs> um, <laughs> the thing with me is, yeah, I'm happy to concede since Bruno's been here over these, it's been about 12 months, like last January come. Over the 12 months, I'm fine with you saying Bruno's had a better 12 months. That's fine. And I agree with that because even as a Liverpool fan, I can't downplay his impact and the numbers and what and what not and what goes with it. So I understand that. But if you look like you said, if you're playing a game tomorrow, who would I rather? It's KDB all day. There's nothing on a pitch. If you're watching them for both of them for 90 minutes that Bruno is doing and that KDB can't. The range of passing, no one's talking to Kevin De Bruyne or very, very few people. He's a goal threat. Assists for days, all types of assists, not just little five-yard rollers. He's whipping balls in, he's playing little incisive balls. Anything you want, he's doing. He got an assist. Um, he got an assist the other day. Who did they play last weekend at home? Palace for John Stones goal on the right. Usually whip him in. This time it was like outside of the boot. He's got anything he wants in his locker. And like what you said um, about if he wanted to pick a a player for to play tomorrow. What's yeah. the opposition? Because it's fair what to say... Mean, you can't moves, stop your no tennis. No, no, What's the opposition? What? No, no, wait, let me land, man. Let me land, let me land. The opposition, the quality of the opposition, yeah. Even the two United fans here, can you hand on heart say, in the big 12 months he's been out, in the big games he's played, the big pressure moments, he's turned up. Honestly, hand on heart. Um, let's think of it. Big, big, I went to this other day. Off, go on. So everyone's quick to jump on Bruno about this, but like, okay, Liverpool nil nil just gone. Like, was one of the worst day. games I've seen from a big player. By yeah, the way, he was poor. He was poor. That that is the only thing I'm going to say. He was poor. Um, there was the Tottenham game at the start of this season. We'd had two games like no preseason. Like, we got battered 6-1. Everyone was crap. Like He got hooked no, off time in that, didn't he? Like, 60 minutes, 65 minutes in, yeah. Um, oh, no, it was half-time, yeah. You're right. Um, and then there was the Chelsea 0-0 at the start of this season as well. But, again, both teams, both players, 
like everyone on the pitch didn't look like scoring. Then I look at Leicester away a couple of weeks ago, goal and an assist. So mm. You know, mm. everyone seems to forget about like Leicester are a good team. Like they, they are. But I'm talking like the traditional big six, if you know what I mean. Like the, I know Arsenal ain't really at it and Charles ain't, but the big games, the big Europe. I mean, how many semi-finals since he's been here? And he's dropped disaster classes. I, I'm just the Man City game a couple of weeks ago at Old Trafford where they beat you in the cup. I'm just I respect him as a player and the things that he's done, even though it pains me to say. But the same way I would hold De Bruyne to these standards, not just these two, but the big players in the league, Salah, Mane, uh, Harry Kane, Son. I can reel off big games, big moments for these players. I can't do the same for Bruno, and he's had more than enough. We beat City. Uh... Last season, and he got that's the, the one game, and he had the assist for Marshall. That's the only game. And Other that, than that, it's penalties, and that's it. But penalties, yeah. penalties do you count? You know? No, and I hear that. No, they count. I hear that. I get that. But the influence he's having throughout a ninety minutes, it's not. It's not there in a big game, and it's not a one-off. The Champions you know, League games, I'm not. You don't. It's not. It's like, not there. You know. You know. Fairness to you, though, yeah. Like I understand what you're saying. The big games, but do you know the position that we've been in since he's been here? A few of our big games have been against um, the less teams, you know. As, as, bad, as bad as it sounds, a few a few of our big games have, have been against the lesser teams. If we're looking back at the last 12 months, um, I'd say when he came in, we was on... We was on... I, I'd say we was playing like... We was playing shit football, basically, and then he came in and obviously he changed the dynamics of, of, of Man U and the system and whatnot. But then we was charging for top four, like we had, we had to make top four. Look at the impact he had on those games. There, it wasn't all big games against City, Liverpool, X, Y, Z. We had to, you know, we had to go to places like Southampton, had to go to um, Everton, had to like grind out these. Last game of the season. Yeah. Bro, that, that's a good point, you know. Look, look at um, look when you guys played Southampton this season. Cavani scored two goals late on. Who created them goals? And it was Bruno who scored the other one as well. It was Bruno. Stuff games like that. It doesn't always have to be these glamour games. Yeah, okay, but I mean, man, these are big games. And this season, um, obviously, we're in a more comfortable position. I, I, I think top four, we've made it. Like, I don't think we're gonna be finishing sixth. Oh. I, I think I think we're in there. Oh. I'm say that now we'll finish in the top four. But even now, I think this season. It's weird for everyone. Every game's a big game, and you know, if we we lose, let's say we play Chelsea tomorrow and we lose, and then what? Villa, Tottenham, Liverpool, you all win. Suddenly we're in like seventh. You know what I mean? Because of the how the table is, and obviously this mm-hmm. corona season. Yeah, I think most games are just big games, you know. But anyway, just to um. Just to finish, uh, finish off on this whole Bruno Fernandes KDB difference. So what my closing argument and why I I prefer Bruno Fernandes from what I've seen over De Bruyne is we've seen De Bruyne when he was when he did, when he didn't have this super team next to him where he's got depth in every position and then City were what they were third fourth even with Pep but when uh, Bruno's come to United literally instantly. Even before this season, last season, they looked like a different team, bro. It was night and day. And I just don't think KDB can lift others around him like like that. 
other other like lower skilled players around him, should I say? But yeah, I, that's that's the only difference for me. And I just think Bruno's better, better at doing that. And it's more it's more of a goal threat as well. He's likely to score more goals. Um, and you say his long range passing as well. His passing is really good. His long range passing. What's that, George? I'd say honestly, Bruno is our most clinical player. Probably after Cavani. Cavani is pretty clinical, but when I see Bruno through on goal, like for example the Southampton game away, or just like against Fulham, he hit the post. But like when he gets a, like a chance on the edge of the area or in the box, I'm automatically just thinking that goal. Like I don't get that same confidence when I see Rashford, Martial. Like it's it's a bit weird for a midfielder how clinical he can be. And also, off the top of my head, you're saying these big games, Jamal. Against, I can allow to listen. No, 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 wait, wait. Against us, De Bruyne, De Bruyne wasn't good. Against Liverpool, De Bruyne wasn't good. No, I hear that, yeah, I hear that. Players are allowed an off game in big games. Why, why is De Bruyne allowed? Wait, let me learn, let me learn, let me learn. I hear that you're allowed an off game. Everyone, that's cool. No, I'm not disputing that. My own players in big, I only got to look at the United game the other day. Not just really Bruno wasn't the only bad player in that game. Salah was awful. Mane was awful. Everyone was poor. However, it's not a one-off. Like like George said, that uh, City game, the, it was like, that was like his first big game, and you know, it's and it, since that game, there hasn't been one standout big game, and it's not just a big game in England. I'm talking in Europe. I'm talking semi-finals. I'm talking. I'd be Leipzig five 0 bro. PSG away. Was he that impact? Was he that impactful? Scored the one penalty that had to be retaken. Lucky. So he set up, I'm sure he set up uh, Rashford. Pog, Pogba, Pogba set him up. Pogba set him up. Pogba yeah. set him up. Yeah, he set, must have set up a couple of chances for Rashford. I remember him going through a few. Listen. Listen. Istanbul, um, Istanbul yeah. can't pronounce him. That game there at home as well. We had, we had to win that. Coming back listen. Down. Listen. That, that, that's the Premier League retirement place that is. I've seen Skirt or Clichy, all of them men play, Denver Bar, all of them men play for them. That's that, that don't count to me. But I'm, you talk about the Istanbul game. What about the two games after when you needed one point? Because I watched more so, the, more so the Leipzig game. I watched that game from minute one to the 90th minute. And I watched him very closely. There's been games this season where I've watched him very, 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 very closely. That game... Big pressure moments where you need your big players. Pogba went. That was just when um, the day before Raiola come out and started talking about Pogba wanting to leave and things like that, isn't it? The day after, I'm expecting the key man, the talisman. It's a big game. You have to win it, regardless of yeah. There was a bit of a mess at the back and whatever. Big games, big players, man. Wait, wait, wait. I don't. I don't Oh, right, right. So, so let's interrupt. We need to let's have a quick break and then we'll pick this back up in a minute. Wait, the the um the recorder's about to go off in it, so that's why I've stopped. Yeah, I'll call everyone back in a minute. Yeah. Let me go check some some statistics. And we're back. So just to um carry on from where we left off, Joel was talking um talking about Bruno and KDB. So yeah, no further delays. Go on, Joel. Finish your point, bro. Yeah, uh, the point I was making was it was about the final Champions League game. Forget the PSG one because it can happen. The Leipzig game, you need a win. You know what you need from it. 
You need a win. There's been uproar the day before with Pogba and whatever. You're the talisman. You're the one that's meant to be. You're the one that's had such an influence that can't be denied over this team. These are the moments that you need to be present for. I need you to be. They're not. They're not Bayern Munich. They're not. You know, we're not talking about oh nine, oh ten Barca here. We're talking about Leipzig. They're a good team, but if you're, as you and I saying, he's better than KDB, who's widely regarded as one of, if not the best midfielders on the planet. So if you're saying he's better than him. I need to hold you to the same standards, meaning in these games, I need to see certain. The only time I saw him was when they were 3-0 down and it was penalty time. Other than that, he weren't involved and you need more than that. You can't just be a flat track bully and expect to be called the best player in the, the best, the top players in the world. It doesn't work like that. I need to see things in when the opposition's quality is on the same level and you're not the best player on the pitch in terms of you look around and there's other players when they're playing City and there's KDBs or Liverpool and there's Salas and Mane's and whatever. I need and Spurs and Kane and whatnot. I need you to be at the same level. It's all right doing it, like you said, at West Ham and, and Southampton and these teams. That's cool. And they're needed throughout a season and I understand that. But the fact remains, in the pressure moments, big pressure when the world is watching, I'm seeing him kind of not drown, but I need more. I need, I need, I need son. I need a Bruno moment. I don't have one yet. Oh, yeah. That game was bad. 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 That game was What you're saying is unfair because when when City stuck that up, yeah, and they lost to Leon in that Champions League game, there was no energy for De Bruyne. All the energy was for Pep. Yeah, I everyone was getting on. Pep. I hear that. I hear that. No, I hear that. I hear that. There was a lot of energy for Pep, but when you start tinkering with your team and playing free at the back on all these mad systems and diamonds and that, then you, you open, you hold yourself accountable for, to get criticism. However, is the best is the best midfielder in the world on the pitch that like you've just said? And did I not say, wait? Wait, did I not say before you're allowed to have off days? That's fine. I'm all right. <laughs> you're allowed, you're allowed, allowed him at one too many, like. Yeah, yeah who, 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 is there any more that apart from that Leon game? Is there any more that we're yeah, happy said, to said, um, all the years they've been knocked out? And, yeah, again, again, against us in the Champions League a couple of years back when um, when Sonny scored, yeah, he should be was doing he, was he all, was, should it was he awful? Damn, you shot I've not said that Bruno is a bad player. I'm just saying, in these big pressure moments, I've seen KDB in big pressure moments. I've seen him in big Leon. games. I've had what? I've that one game against uh, Leon last season wasn't his greatest game. That's fair, and I'm I can criticize him for that as well. However, Manchester over Dolphins. the what? What the same one that Bruno didn't turn up in either. There's games that I haven't seen Bruno turn up in, and it's consecutively in big games. Oh, this is what I said. And this is what I said when we were talking on um on Twitter the other day. I said the longevity thing holds a lot of weight because there's only a, a 12-month sample size really of Bruno, because no one was really watching him in Portugal. It's a lot easier to be picking out games for Bruno when he hasn't been at his best. Over for De Bruyne over a long that's Anfield though, bro. Any that's, Anfield on, the, that's Anfield on the Champions League. What's called the Etihad? Uh, yeah, same. We won two one. Yeah. We, but that's that's 
I'll hold my hands up. De Bruyne hasn't had a great Champions League time, but that's all right. That's cool. I'm, I'm, I can admit that. However, however, twelve months of good form, albeit great form, still isn't enough to top what De Bruyne has been doing for the last however many years. I can't, I can't put him above it. He's had a better twelve months. That's fine to admit. Yeah, he's had a better twelve months, but cool. to do it in a like a consistent bracket, twelve months is. It's a year, isn't it? He's yeah. he's played consistently for one year, averaging um 30, 30 odd assists. Correct me, George. Thirty odd assists and like twenty eight goals or something like that. Yeah. He's just he's just got his fiftieth cap for United, I'm sure. And he's and he's you know his his numbers are close to his, his to his apps. It's Ronaldo numbers, like it's what? Ronaldo Messi put up, like seriously. Big numbers, big assists, and he's got big goals to go with it as well. And yeah. we've got to think, you mentioned um, tweaking systems here and there. United were in a back five almost, what, pretty much since he we came. He played a back five against Leipzig yeah. away. Okay, yeah, that, that's, that's what we were talking about not so long ago on a, on a different pod was that mm. with United, it changed from week to week. You haven't got a narrowed on system. You don't know who you're going to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah same as Pep. That, that happened with City as well. But... Yeah. Right, so I know. Energy for both, and I don't think we do. No, I know. But when has got a lot more credit in the bank, when United tweak a system, yeah. Um, let's say the Fulham game, Fulham game, the one just gone, we sort of did go into a back five, and um, obviously Bruno didn't have the best of game at Fulham, but what did he what did he manage to do? He still managed to get shots and passes off and whatnot. He created the goal as well, the first yeah, goal. He created the goal, but we've seen more Bruno. Off the ball, that was an off the ball kind of game because we know Fulham can keep it. Like, I know they're down at the bottom, but Fulham can keep the ball. So that game there, we, we saw our midfield work and Fulham made us work. Bruno off the ball, second to none. KDB off the ball, hasn't got a clue. He may as well be in Belgium. He's not got a clue off the ball. This is what this is what um, I've got a problem with, with the Bruyne. Off the ball, he's he, not the best. And if you're thinking who Pep's worked with, Xavi Alonso, Busquets, he, he should be able to help him off the ball. But on the ball, he's one of the best in midfield. Like, one of the best midfielders in the world. When you talk about off the ball, though, there's so many top players that you can reel off who aren't great off the ball. So I don't think that's a stick you can beat him with. But, but, let, but let's look at the best midfielders in the world. If you just name me two, I'll be able to tell you if they work hard off the ball or not. Yeah, well, I'll throw you Paul Pogba. Maybe not one of the best midfielders in the world. But he didn't, he's not brilliant off the ball, but he's amazing on the ball, same as KDB. You can, you can give or take, but there's so many top players that are great on the ball and not good off. But give or take, he works hard off the ball. He sprints back. KDB, I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't seen him sprint in a, in a while. I don't. I, I actually don't even know how fast he is, I swear, I'll be honest. <laughs> One thing I want to say about De Bruyne, yeah, is... Uh, we're saying about how Bruno has done this in a consistent 12-month bracket. De Bruyne has like, never done that because he's so susceptible to injury as well. Like, he's, injured, he's injured again right now. That's and a fair point. Last season, uh, he had like 12 assists in the first like nine games or something ridiculous, didn't he? He was going on to break Conry's record of 20. He might have even had like 15 or something. And then again, injured. Didn't break the record. He got like 19 or something, I think, he finished with. Which is it, they got 20, he tied it. George, it's George. still like crazy numbers. Yeah. 
Your point is what I agree with because we're saying, well, Jamal's saying, KDB has got bigger sample size, got more credit in the bank. Like, he's got so many injuries. And we, we can't forget that, was it 18-19? City literally won the league without him from start to finish. They literally won the league. That was a different City team, though. That City team is not the City team that we see today. That still had Silva. It still had company. They've lost a lot of leadership as well. You have to factor that in. I understand, but we can't say the City team today because he's not playing today. He's rarely played this season. Nah, he's been been cool up until he just got injured. He's been in the team and that. Okay, but anyway, regardless, my point is he had that team around that you've just described and he was obviously doing work, doing bits, and then... um, but look at the, the players around him. He hasn't got players like McTominay, Luke Shaw, these type of players. These players, are, they're not amazing. Whereas City's just got this star-studded two players in every single position. Best manager in the world. Is not it star-studded? And then, so obviously, the, the, the task at hand is not as difficult. So this is what I mean. It's, it's nip and tuck, obviously. But Bruno Fernandes has dragged this United team, yeah, under Solskjaer to the top of the league. Whereas KDB is just a part of the system. He, he's in their system. Whereas Bruno feels like he is the system. That's what I think anyway. Key word you said. I don't think... As well. oh, go on, go on. Key word you said there as well for me is under Ali Gunnar Solskjaer. Obviously, everyone gives him criticism. Take what you want. I'm not here to criticise him, but... <laughs> Ollie out, you know. No, no, it's not. I'm not even saying Ollie out or nothing like that. He's doing it under a manager that he's got no credentials or anything like that. If you know who who would trust Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer with um one more trophy than Pop? Yeah, one more trophy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he has. Has he? Has he? Yeah, Pop just won one in uh, Norway and that. Yeah, yeah. He's doing it under Solskjaer, do you know what I mean? This man, if you ask me, how does Solskjaer go about his work before we joined Manchester United? We all say we've not got a clue, do you know what I mean? So why should we trust with Solskjaer, do you know what I mean? Um, Let's let's just look into um, internationals as well. Bruno's got international trophies. What's KDB? Oh, move, (laughs) move, man, move, move, move. Anyone can anyone can ride the coattails of CR7. I'm not having that. They're playing the final in that Nations League. It's Switzerland or something like that. No, Holland, Holland. We can't dismiss. We can't just we can't just dismiss that point though because. KDB. No, no. No, listen, no, listen. KDB is going into tournaments as favourite and he has not, they've not delivered. Belgium have not delivered and he was there. He was there. Yeah. Huh? Is that the star man for Belgium? What? KDB is the star man for Belgium? Uh, Eden Hazard. KDB is the star man. No, no, no. This probably would segue to what I've got next coming up. You've consistently told me for however long the Bruyne is better than Hazard. Have you not? But there's a difference that? in yeah, no, no. But there's a difference in being the main man. I don't, I don't ever think KDB, uh, KDB has been the main man for Belgium. But I think he's had a better Premier League span than Hazard. Hazard's took two seasons off in Premier League. I can't respect that. Hazard's <laughs> gone missing for two whole seasons, and he's doing it again in Madrid. I can't respect that. Yeah, but if, the ability, if you're going to put a player in your team tomorrow, who would it be? What, now in 2021, KDB or Hazard? 
when uh, Hazard was in the Prem. When, when, when Hazard was in the Prem. Which has this one? Which Hazard? There was there's two different versions. There's the one that cares and the one that doesn't care. Which one? I'd put KDB in on Hazard. Oh, it has to be KDB. I've never seen a top player refuse to one refuse to show his ability for two seasons. I don't understand it. I've never got it. Because the ability is there. The ability is it's not Messi Ronaldo and it's not Neymar, but it's probably the bracket below that, isn't it? He's not it's not as good as Neymar, but He's on the ability in terms of ability, he's on Neymar's level, but in terms of his production, no, 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 he, 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 not, yeah. he's not, he is. <laughs> he's he's on Neymar's level. No, nah, it's, the, it's the bracket below, it's the bracket below. So, who, who's in that bracket below them? Would you say Pierre, so Gareth Bale, that them type of players? You've got to stop this. You've got to stop this 2012, 2013 Gareth Bale thing that you keep doing. Right. About when when Finger was in the prem, when Hazard was in the prem. So we're looking at 2015, 2016, 2015, like 2018. You're talking Canes, uh, David Silvers, the Bruiners. What you make second head for? Hazard. I like Kane. Kane is no, I'm not. What, what are we talking about? We're talking about in the, in the time that they've been in the Prem. And what we're talking about, ability or output. Riyad Mahrez is better than Hazard. <laughs> Bro, no. Whoa. I'll say it live Whoa. on air. I'll say it live on air. Riyad Mahrez is better than Eden Hazard. You want to know why? Because what did what did Mahrez do for, um, for Leicester? Him and Jamie Vardy and Kante. The three of them practically won the league. Mares, he goes away to Algeria, he wins stuff, do you know what I mean? He carries his team through the African Cup of Nations. And then what does he do at sea? He's still consistent. He's, he's, he's their best right winger, obviously, in my opinion. But we've got this, this Hazard, even in England, he wasn't, he wasn't that great, man. He'd, he'd show up for six weeks and then, and then he's complaining that, oh, I'm fatigued, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And Hazard now at Madrid. Less than 20 games. He's putting on weight. He can't, you know. He's been injured at Real. Pardon? He's been injured at Real. But my, my point is that that has a Mares. Come on, that's not serious, man. No, that's serious, bro. Mares is Mares is, is is class way better than Hazard. PFA awards. The both the both on one, aren't they? Well, I think Hazard's got two, no. Actually, no, can't say one. No, Hazard, Hazard, Hazard's got a young player. That's all. He's yeah. got a young player and a player's player. Young, so one each, is it? Yeah. Yeah, one each, yeah. I think so. Premier League medals and whatnot. Come on, man. They're both, they're both experienced in the French League. Then they come to the Premier League. Who's had more of an impact on, on the Premier League? Well, Hazard, have you... No, nah, it has to be Hazard. It has to be Hazard. Have you watched it? Did you not watch? What I like Hazard so much, it's more than... The stats, Jamal's point, get taken two seasons off. That's unforgivable. That is that's just, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. No, it just didn't turn up. But when he was example under Conte or 2015 under Mourinho, whenever you watch Elon Hazard, yeah, just just the eye test, don't look at the numbers or whatever. He he looks like the best player in the league by far, and it's not close. When he was on it, yeah, he was on it. Every time he got the ball, it was just danger, it was crazy. 2015, who won the league in 2015? Chelsea. Chelsea. He's only, when he's, for me, his best seasons have been title winning seasons. Title winning seasons and his first season he was really good. When he played with Costa. 
that was the second the second title under Conte. So if they're not, essentially if they're not winning a league, he's not really having yeah. particularly great seasons. I don't think he's ever really stood out in a season where they haven't won the league, which yeah. is kind of alarming for a top player. I can I can't say that about many other. The second season under Conte, Hazard's last season when they won the Europa League, he was very good. That's the season. Um, that's the season Sanchez came to um, Manchester United. Yeah. Oh, boys, we've got to be talking about Sanchez then being a better player as well. Obviously, not now because... That will... At the time, that was a thing, anyway. Anyway, right, that yeah, was a thing at the time. That was a thing since his first couple of seasons. That, it was a, that was a debate that could be had. Because Sanchez and Ozil, at that time, they, they were killing it the same way Costa and, um, and Hazard. Anything, uh, I, can't, I can't put Sanchez over Hazard. How can you put Bruno over KDB? <laughs> Because Sanchez has been in the league a longer time. Like Bruno's been here for 12 months, been it? Got to give him time. Oh, now, now longevity matters. Mm. Yeah, we're talking about future, not past. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> that, that year, that year where Sanchez was at Arsenal, he was very good. He was like scoring goals. Probably, if you look at the stats, he probably had better stats than Hazard, but Hazard's overall impact in the game, it was, it was just... It was just great. It was better in terms of key passes made, dribbles completed. What 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 I think of Hazard? I remember um, that season of the Conte the most. As you know, Conte was very defensive and negative, and then everything in terms of transition from back to front was on Eden Hazard and nothing else. And then Costa was just there to finish it. And to to ask that much and put that much responsibility on the player. You couldn't do that with Maris. and you, I don't. I don't think you could have done that with um, Sanchez to to work to a Premier League title anyway. Not to that extent. So yeah, that in terms of and anyway, it goes back now to just eye test and Hazard was just since Ronaldo. He's for me, in my opinion, he's the best friend player I've seen. I've Ooh, no, no, no. Suarez, I've Suarez. So once I'm going to say, I'm going to say statement back there. I wouldn't say that. I'd, 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 have, I'd have since who since Ronaldo. No, since no, no, sorry, since Suarez, I'd say Suarez is higher than. Um, but I since think. Ronaldo left, only Suarez. You think yeah. Suarez and Hazard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I put Aguero above that. I put Harry Kane in there. I put Aguero above him all day. Aguero's been here for ten years, you know, but this season and last, mm, but cons- he was injured consistently for eight years. Battered it. Like battered the league, won titles. People have to throw that he's never won a golden boot and whatever. If you look at his goals to games in the eight years he's been here, and he didn't need people forget, he never needed a settling in period. You see, like Werner now, I know he's not in the same level, but you see, and have some people need like settling in periods. The guy came in, and that first season was devastating. Obviously, it's remembered for like the QPR goal last minute, but from the first game, he scored a brace on his debut. And battered the season throughout it. It was dominant. And he's been the same ever since. I put Aguero above Hazard all day long. Going back to Hazard and, and Maris, talking about abilities. Other, other than cutting in on, on, the, on the left and then just firing it low into the bottom corner. Other than that, Hazard hasn't really, Hazard hasn't really got... But, but that's exactly what Maris does though, now from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
with with Mares, he can he can also play the ten, which we've seen him in, in City. When when Chelsea done that with Hazard, he had no clue. Like, he, he just wants to show football IQ. You know what I mean? Like if you can if you can chop and change a man's position, and he still puts in a seven out of ten, then you've got to give it him. He, he he knows a bit about the game. But when when I've seen Hazard go into the number ten role and whatnot. Questions have got to be asked, man. Like, he's a he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I'm making it out as if he's like a two out of ten player, which is not. But Mares for me, like what he's done at Leicester, and then what he's gone on to do at City. You know what I mean? He could have hit, like hit the back burner at City if he wanted to. But he's, he's only just gone up in it. You know what I mean? So, Key, Key, quick question: Would you say Hazard is the most? <coughs> Excuse me. Is the most overrated player, Premier League player since 1992, since the Prem started. 1992. Oh, so since the Premier League, the Premier League era. Okay. Since Premier League, one of the most overrated. Yeah. Not no, nah, not one of the most overrated. What? Could you think is? I mean. Yeah. Could you, could you think is like just in terms of legacy, in terms of how how they're viewed on now? What playing now? <laughs> just I like that show. Well, forever, forever. I mean, we'll give you some time to think about it. Why do get to George? George just said Kante, which is. Bro, he can't play football, man. <laughs> he can't. He gen- Seriously, though. Just a five k well, runner. His, his development for, since <laughs> since he's been at Leicester and. Uh, now he's at Chelsea. Like his ability on the ball has improved a lot. And don't get me wrong, what he did for that Leicester team, unbelievable, that amazing centre defensive mid, can break up, can tackle. But everyone goes on like he's some like he's, he's like one of the best centre mid you can't be one of the best centre mids in the world if you can't pass a ball, like if you can't switch the play, if you can't look for a pass. He's not that level. And people in the past couple of years used to say he was that level. But for me, you can't be if on the ball you provide nothing to your team. And that's just that's just my opinion. For me, it, it just has to be drug but like in terms of drug but his output is doesn't recognition when you when you look back, I mean we were all pretty pretty young when, when that was going on when Jobber was at his highest. So oh nine oh eight You'd see him like coming up with his clutch goals, clutch moments. But now you look, you look back at the numbers, you're like, 2008, bro, this guy got eight goals in the whole season. Don't you think that's the beauty of it, though? That he, he, he doesn't put out as many goals as maybe he should. But the goals he scores, the weight of them, the big pressure moments, he has Drogba moments. Do you get what I'm saying? That's my thing with flipping back to Bruno. That's my thing. The best players... You're gonna need your moment at some point. No, but but that's in my opinion. Then that just says, on the other hand, that he's just a product of his environment. So he's rode the coattails of the whole team for the whole season, and then he's got one moment in the biggest moments. Hey, okay, fair enough. It might be the biggest moments, but it's still just one moment in a whole season. If you if you look back at it in the grand scheme of things, I want a player who's there every single week. You can count on every single week. And he's going to give you at least 25 goals, 20 goals a season. Players aren't really done that. Even Tevis done that. All of these, or, like, 
characters done that over Drogba. I hear that, but would you rather someone that's gonna so drug Drogba's time at Chelsea he won what how many like three league titles, three, four league titles, something like that? Champions, he won everything, he won everything, barring the Europa League. Yeah. In that time, he never got all these goals. There's other players to do that. I get he's the striker. It's a bit like Firmino at Liverpool. As long as you're there, well, Firmino in the sense of he's not scoring the goals, there's other people to do it. As long as you're there when the big moment is needed and I need 93rd minute at the Allianz, corners on the right-hand side coming in and I need someone to head it in, penalty, the fifth penalty to be taken, I need someone to took it away to score and win it. I know who I want. There's no bit... In football history, or in our time, only one player can talk to Drogba in terms of clutch uh, clutch moments, and that's Ronaldo. So I don't think you can put Drogba in the overrate. I hear from a, from a standpoint of the, the, the goals that he scored and the tallies that he had at the end of a season. But I just think the moments that he has, I don't think you can put Drogba in an overrated uh, category. Because... What you've just described is a player who's a product of his environment. You can't you can't describe it the same as Ronaldo because Ronaldo put up forty goals a season. He won't put up eight goals a season. He put up forty. Yeah. That's a massive difference. So Ronaldo was there the whole season. Was Jog was just coming in. He's in increments. He's here, there, and there. So he has to rely. So he has to rely on his teammates to get him to to the final destination, basically, and for him to just finish it off, put a cherry on top. Which is obviously it's a good quality, but the best quality. If you put him in a lesser team, if you put him in a Tottenham Hotspur team, is he doing what Kane was doing? Is he getting is he getting top, Tottenham top four and, and everything? No, he's not. I just don't think he is. Maybe not, but I still don't think you can put him in the overrated. Maybe you can put him in the overrated eleven, but I don't think he's the most overrated player. How he's talked about, I think he's the most overrated player. Who, I mean, who well, he's talked about because he has the moments. Exactly. Yeah, it's deserved. He has, he's got the moment. The, the best players in the... The best players... Say, Henri is a great example. Henri was, in my opinion, is the best player to ever, ever play in the Premier League. But he wasn't exactly... He didn't have them... He has big goals in big games, but he didn't have... You know, you think of the um, Champions League final, you know, six when he went through that massive chance at 1 0. They're big moments. It's drunk, but that's in the back of the net. Yeah. But there's so, big moments. You need your big players, and he's a big player for a big that, moment. I hear, bro, I hear that. But regardless, you still got Omri number one. So that, that, yeah, that's but that's because like, he's the easy to lay out of everyone. Exactly. So, that, that's my point. Exactly. So you need a lot more than the big moments. Like, you you just, do now. You do. You do. You do. But the, it wasn't, uh, obviously, it didn't happen every season. But he did have a season where he was the guy that was scoring every goal for Chelsea. Main man, I think he got like 30 goals. That's the thing. The, but, um, yeah, yeah, I hear that. And that's not good enough for someone of his ability. But I don't think I don't think you can put him as the most overrated. I think there's players that should be ahead of him. Who, who do you think? Bruno. No, I'm joking. No, um, I don't know. You put me on the spot. I don't know. Yeah. I've got a name in my head, but it's it's not necessarily... It'll be controversial, but it's... I didn't see the best of him. His best, people would have you believe, came in the 90s and the early 2000s. I personally... Yeah, you're playing, it's got to be... <laughs> per- personally... Yeah. But, 
I know what's coming. But it's personally, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, 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 it's the ginger one. It's skulls. Oh, personally, you know, bro. I'll, me, I'll, I'll probably agree with that. He's up there. None me, of them, the thing, they've never seen him play. Never the seen thing, him the play. thing with me with skulls. Yeah, I've never. I don't doubt that he was a top player because obviously you don't stay in that United team for as long as you do about being a top player. So I get that. But the, the way the way I put him as the overrated thing is. The conversation, obviously, because they're all English. The conversation comes up: Gerard Lampard's goals. For me, Skulls. I don't. Football's based on opinions. I don't really care which way you put it. But for me, Skulls will always be bottom, simply because of the influence that other two have on their team. Are so that United team, in my opinion, is successful with or without Skulls. Liverpool and Liverpool and Chelsea. I don't think are successful without Lampard and Gerard. Yeah. I think I think you could take. Skulls out that team and put Gerard in, and you win exactly the same. Put Lampard in, you win exactly the same. If you were to put Skulls in the Liverpool team or the Chelsea teams, I don't think they win or are as successful or are as good as they were, in my opinion. Facts. That doesn't mean that, I don't that, think Skulls is a Liverpool good player. I just think he was overrated. Gerard, apart from the Champions League, like they won everything but the league. No, that's the biggest one. For an English. For an English player playing in the Prem for his home nah, t- home home team, the Prem is the biggest one, and that's why Gerard wanted to move because he wanted the Prem that bad. Nah. You got to remember as well, your boy Gerard. He, he was he was flirting with Alex Ferguson to try and get a move. Nah, Ferguson was desperate, man. Nah, Ferguson was desperate. Man. You know, what 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 did United yeah. want him? If it, one one thing that. That gets me with skulls, yeah. Was um, George will back me up, so he retires. Yeah, this, this is the point I was gonna make. Yeah, this is, exactly. this, this is mad, it's so mad. He retires, he goes away for was it months, George? Weeks, it's like, it was about six months to a year, maybe, maybe even longer. Honestly, maybe, maybe even longer. Longer. we're absolutely struggling. We, we can't sign a player for our life. We give him a call up. We've only got City on the weekend. He's 35 at, at this point. At 35. Was it at the Etihad as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 35. We've got City at the Etihad. You only go and phone up schools, come out of retirement, come play for me. Did you have you seen that game? Like the performance he put in. I'm not sure how long he trained prior to that, but he comes in and then he, he just bosses it like at the age of 35. And do we win the league that season? No, you didn't. Yeah. We won the league. That's- we win the league. We win the league within the season after. And Don't tell me it's because of skulls. It's because of it wasn't, bro. The league was awful that year. That year was awful. It was awful. We, you bring in such a player like skulls with, with with class and whatnot to help out your team, not just any team. He's in Manchester United, and you're 35 in the middle of the park. You know what I mean? Questions like you could be asking questions there, but he comes back, bosses it. We can't. You can't say much about skulls. Like the only thing we can talk about on skulls is internationally, and obviously there was a lot of politics going on back then. Would would you put him? Would you put him at his best, or from what we've seen at the level of Xavi and Iniesta? That's what I've got a problem with because people don't really do put him up there. I think. Is <laughs> put him up there though? Like Xavi and Iniesta themselves have said. Well, they they've done that with Gerard. They, 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 all these players big each other up. That's nothing yeah, new. 
that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to swerve that because I'm not, I know we've heard yeah, and all these quotes that we've all seen, and they're, they're very relevant. Say, oh, skulls should be playing for Barca this time, blah, blah, blah. But if, if we actually like, I know we were all young and whatnot, but if we can actually remember, I remember like traveling up there, like to Manchester to, to watch skulls vaguely, uh, and in the stadium, like you got Rooney Ronaldo there, and then like. You just got this this small ginger guy, like he's just pulled. Like, I, I just remember from what I remember, I just remember seeing skulls just spraying it everywhere, like no one can get near him. And obviously, I, I don't know if you watched Gerard or Lampard when, when you were younger, like, but it, it's just the way they go about their craft, isn't it? And for me, skulls was was better out of the three of them to, to do it and talking on trophies and whatnot. Gerard. Did he, how many League Cups did he win? He didn't even win that many, did he? No, no Premier Leagues. Um, um, he won three League Cups. Three, oh, three League Cups, man. Bro, Nicholas Butner done that in his sleep. Listen. Premier League medals. But, you know, and then and then we talk about um, Istanbul. You lot didn't even you were you weren't even supposed to win that. Gerard had no effect in that game whatsoever. The man played in four positions in 120 minutes. Oh, he played so right the wing, the rest of the team, wing number ten, and oh, right back in oh, night, in 120 minutes against an unbelievable nah. AC Milan team. No, nah, and you try to discredit that, that's it. That's oh, the only uh, performance I'll give Gerard. Nah, mate, he scored in he scored in every final every every uh, final that he could have won. No, every final he scored in so uh, League Cup final FA Cup final Champions League final Europa League final scored in them all the only player to ever do so in history um, boys I'm going to have to stuff yeah, you, you uh, talk- stuff with it we're going to need to wrap up we've overrun by far um, but yeah George Joao Key everybody man thanks for coming through hopefully maybe do the same again next week we'll see um, and I'm definitely with Key again next week but yeah Thanks for you both for coming through, man.